financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners is the professional who helps to potentially get everything financially tuned. For the past 24 years, Eric Cheek has provided current, insightful advice for seniors, retirees, and those preparing for retirement. Eric works one-on-one -on -one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners and my co-host, Tony Shore. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. We're calling it How to Build Your Financial Pyramid. Now, the Great Pyramid was constructed for a specific purpose, using precise engineering and attention to detail. And certainly it was designed and it, and it has stood the test of time. So no matter how bad the environment was, sandstorms, rain, sun, uncertain conditions, uh, this ancient creation has endured. And the same should be said about your financial plan. So as a retiree, uh, when you move into more complicated financial environment than any other generation before, we want to ensure that uh, your finances can stand the test of time. Yeah, well, that's a great analogy. And um, I thought maybe we'd play the bangles walk like an Egyptian behind uh, your voice over there for the intro because it fits. It's fitting talking about the Great Pyramids of Egypt. But, you know, uh, retirement plans, that's a great point and a great comparison because you really want to make sure that your plan lasts throughout your whole retirement yep. along with your finances. And so I'm looking forward to this one. But first, before we get into that, Eric, how have you been? How are you doing? How's everything at Nevada uh, Retirement Planners? Everything is awesome. Uh, you know, summertime weather here in Nevada. Let me see. It's dry. Uh, it's yeah. so dry, the lizards are wearing canteens right now, but uh, <laughs> it's good. No, we love it. We love uh, we love where we live and what we do, and, and I love uh, dealing with my clients. We've been talking a lot. We've had such a great uh, run in the stock market of late. You know, you think about early this year where we were, you know, all the equity markets were down, you know, roughly 10% in February, and now we're up uh, 4 or 5%. Uh, but we have a lot of portfolios that that uh, we manage that are up substantially double digits and more. So uh, been talking with a lot of clients. Where do we go from here? And and uh, and it's always nice to uh, to be in this business. I love it. Yeah. How about yourself? What have you been up to? Well, I've you know keeping an eye on that crazy volatile market. Now we're way way up, and yep. it's interesting to see where it'll go from here. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of times that's down, but you know it's it's interesting, especially with the political climate, to see what the market is going to do. Uh, I've been great. I've been keeping very busy, and I've been looking forward to the radio show. You know how it is. I stay busy yep. during the week, but the highlight, the fun part of the week, the part I get to kind of kick back and do something fun is the radio show. And uh, you always have a great topic. This is good. A financial pyramid. 
why do you think uh, you mentioned in your intro uh, something about this? So I want to ask, why do you think that people today are faced with a more complicated financial environment uh, as far as retiring than any other generation before them? Well, we're uh, we're in a period of prolonged. Let's just look at 2008. We had a a market meltdown. I mean, we almost had an economic collapse in the United States, and it triggered yeah. a global sell-off. I mean, we were we were really on the verge uh, of of some serious trouble, and, and a lot of folks didn't recognize it. But those of us that work with investments, uh, you know, we knew how close we were to the precipice. But uh, you know, since then, we're 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 in a we're in a prolonged period of basically zero interest uh, from the Federal Reserve. Uh, bank interest is incredibly low if you can get any. So we're in a period of, of really low fixed rates return. And with the stock market, uh, you know, it certainly has brought the stock market back having these low interest rates, but we've experienced incredible periods of volatility. So just imagine, Tony, if you're like your grandfather who's in his 90s and you have your money invested in the stock market, you have one or two choices. You put your money, uh, you give it to the banker and uh, and they don't really need your deposits anymore because they get loans from the Fed. And so they're not gonna pay you any real interest rates. And you go to the other side and you invest your money in the stock market and you hang on for uh, the volatility that you're uh, you're going to endure. So just think about retirees that are that are up there in age have been through all these things. So they would tell you that things are definitely different. Uh, the markets move very, very fast. And part of that can be attributed to just how rapidly uh, information is is accessible and disseminated. And and other things, you know, we, we have you know, current events where people here across the world in, in just a matter of minutes, a terrorist attack, for example, things like that, that, that really get the markets moving in one direction or another. So sure. it's just a different time. I mean, Tony, right now we pay for water. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Who, if you talk to your grandfather and say, you know, uh, grandpa, could you ever imagine a world where you'd buy water? I mean, water's free. It comes out of your tap at your house. When I was a kid, we used to drink water out of the hose. Now we we have all these different choices in bottled water. Oh, do we want Fiji water? Or do we want glacier water? Or do we want this and that water? Yeah. So uh, well, I, I remember, mean, it's a different world. Yeah, I remember, speaking of grandfathers and water and paying for it, I remember uh, getting in, the, in my grandpa's car and driving about, I don't know, 15 minutes to a natural spring, and he'd fill up water jugs. Because the water from the well on the farm was hard water, uh -huh. and they yep. lived out in the country, so they didn't have you know running water from the town. They had their own their own uh, well and and water supply, but it was always hard water. You know, you could taste it. You know, you a lot could of taste minerals the, in it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of minerals in it. But then they'd go get fresh spring water that tasted. I mean, it was fantastic. I, I wish Isn't you know if they could bottle that. Uh, but you know, that's not even. I don't think that's even good to drink anymore i don't know people i don't think do that to go to the uh, it's called the adrian springs and uh, we used to drive there and he used to fill up jugs of water and um and that was free of course and but there would be people stopped there all the time filling yep. up things with water and it was just uh, great what the best water i've ever had in my life as i remember it i was very little but i remember doing that and i mean you know i don't think people could imagine doing that nowadays uh, you buy it. And, uh, you know, we at our house, we don't like our city water. So we have a, 
you know, we have a, a water machine that the water company comes and brings us jugs, you know, so we're paying mm -hmm. for water. Yep. And then, and then coffee, you know, the other one yeah. you get, you get, a, you get a retiree talking about coffee, you know, back in my day, coffee was a nickel and it was black or with cream and sugar. Yeah. You know, exactly. now we go to Starbucks. Speaking of Starbucks, I just, I went there, uh, I was in an airport over the weekend. I went down to Las Vegas and I bought, uh, uh, Starbucks in the airport, $7 for a cup of coffee in the Starbucks in the airport. So, oh you my know, the, gosh. Uh, the older generation would say I'm an absolute nut job. You know, what are you paying $7 for a cup of coffee? But yeah, the times have changed, Tony. But it was good. Oh yeah, it was good. And you got to have it, you know, <laughs> I mean, you got to have it. You got to have the caffeine. So uh, this is interesting, but I mean, um, you know, how do you help your clients then deal with this? What's the what's the answer then uh, for for us? Uh, how do we deal with these types of things like a volatile it's, market? It's it's really challenged. But you know, one of the first things for decide you know for retirees to decide is how much of their money is is going to remain uh, in the markets, uh, and and certainly how much volatility uh, should they be exposed to. Uh, and then on the other side of that, how much are you going to lock in low fixed interest rates? You know, in short, it seems like it's a lot easier to make mistakes nowadays, Tony. And then people have less time to recover mm -hmm. from risky choices. But, uh, you know, to start with what I do and what we all our clients speak the same language and it's called the color of money. And it just helps us organize their assets and look at it in a way that they've never done before. Uh, you know, so many people spend their time and energy focusing on how to accumulate you know, that nest egg uh, without giving too much thought into how their retirement assets are invested. And it's okay when you're working uh, to, to do that. But when you start turning on those assets and start drawing from them and, and creating paychecks out of that money you set aside, it's a different ball game. So, you know, while you're accumulating these assets, it certainly is important to pay attention to how it's invested. Um, but you also wanna make sure that your assets represent the level of risk and the level of safety uh, that you want. And in retirement, it's just so hard to recover from mistakes because you're not generating outside income. And so the color of money helps with that. Well, that's great. And I know we've talked about it on a lot of past shows, but for our listeners out there and listeners, this is key. This is a great way to understand asset allocation and where you need to be at. So, Eric, why don't you just uh, briefly go over what the color of money is and how you use that concept to help organize people's assets? Sure. You know, it's just it's basically a way to categorize your retirement assets depending on someone's individual needs and goals. And we categorize them into red, yellow and green money. Now, to 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 make it simple, red money is simply money that's at risk you're putting it into say stocks or a mutual fund and that money's not guaranteed uh, and it may carry varying levels of risk depending on how it's invested but there's no guarantee that if you buy stock that stock's going to go up uh, in fact you can lose money uh, dramatically as well so anything that's in a red account uh, it has the ability to earn a return but it's not guaranteed and and certainly there's a level of risk and loss that's accompanied with that. So that's why we color that red. So stocks, uh, 
mutual funds, anything that's volatile in nature. Now, green money on the other side of that are assets that are designed to have principal protection. So if you put money into the bank, into a CD, and you keep just rolling the CD over every time it matures, we call that a green account. The bank gives you an underlying guarantee against principal loss. Now you may not get much of a return, but you know that you're not gonna lose any money in a green account. So. Uh, examples of that are CDs, savings, uh, cash value that's inside a life insurance policy. That's a green account. They guarantee not to lose anything in in uh, in whole life policies. Uh, a money market account or just cash you have in your checking account. Those are just some examples, not all of them. Now, yellow money. These are assets that are still invested in, uh, in the stock market. It could be stocks, bonds, or combinations. Um, but we call it yellow money because it's money that we are actively managing for our clients. So there's still a potential that they can lose value in those accounts, but we have uh, our eyes on those accounts on a daily basis and we're managing it. So although it's still at risk, we say that the money is less at risk because we're actively managing it. And examples of that are just, uh, you know, the same that we talked about before, stocks and bonds and mutual funds, sure. uh, very variable annuities, anything like that, that has a potential for loss. But since we're managing it and actively managing it, we call it yellow money. But what we do is we just organize clients' assets. We first meet them and we just say, okay, how much money do you have in the stock market? How much money do you have in cash and these type of green accounts? And then we run a report, shows them the percentage they have allocated into each color. And then we just sit down with them and say, is this, uh, is this the way that you want your assets organized? A lot of time, it's the first time they've really looked that closely and in depth at their asset allocation. And it just gives us a, a place to start from. Yeah, and I think that's great. That's very helpful. And, and the, the green money, that's the safe money. And as you mentioned, like certificates of deposit, um, savings accounts, and um, even fixed index annuities are considered a safe money option or green money, right? Yep. Okay. They are because they give you, the insurance company gives you a guarantee against principal loss. And okay. so uh, they're, they're like a hybrid account, but yes, it's green money as well. So Eric, how do you help clients with this then? How do you use this concept to create income with this color of money strategy? Well, you know, a lot of it depends on what stage a person's in. So if they're already in retirement and they're concerned about these issues, I first like to, to get their income planned out, look at their income plan if they have one. You know, a lot of people, Tony, just wing it. They just take money out of accounts and, and don't give a lot of thought as to how it's gonna play out down the road. So I wanna just look at how their assets are allocated first and, and, and see if they have an income plan. Now, if they don't have a current income plan or if they don't have a current income need uh, and they might still be working, we'll work on asset allocation first and then we'll work on uh, how much income they're gonna need and how to, uh, allocate it into the various accounts to generate the income they're looking for. Sure. Well, I think that makes perfect sense. Now, we have to take a quick commercial break. Is there anything you want to add, Eric, before we do? I do. You know, uh, just like we already discussed, you know, it's a different landscape out there for everything from retirement to bottled water. So when you're preparing for retirement, whether it be understanding how Social Security works, what benefits you may be entitled to, or le just learning about mistakes to avoid preparing for retirement or or if you're in retirement, a lot of times uh, 
it's overwhelming. So give me a call or visit us on our website at nvretirementplanners.com. Download our uh, retirement income toolkit. You'll get a lot of great information to help secure your retirement. Uh, and if you have questions about that, please give me a call in the office, 674-2222. Happy to discuss any of the topics we discuss on the show uh, further. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Income Toolkit from Nevada Retirement Planners now by going to nvretirementplanners.com or by calling us at 775-674-2222. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners, and as always, my co-host, Tony Shore. Now, we titled this show, How to Build a Financial Pyramid, and in the first segment, uh, we talked about having a retirement plan that can endure a volatile environment, whether it be a stock market environment or uh, any type of uh, economic environment you may be in, in uncertain conditions, and how we use uh, a helpful guide called The Color of Money that helps clients allocate assets, which are broken down into three groups, red, yellow, and green. Now remember the red money is exposed to market risk and we want to have that money positioned there so we can benefit from from gains in those accounts. Uh, But keep in mind that red money will fluctuate with the market. And then green money, uh, that's typically safe and dependable and has a guarantee against principal loss. So we have red money that's exposed to risk in the market, green money that's safe and and you can count on it, it's dependable. And then in the middle, we have yellow money and that's yellow money is money that has an investment strategy that's actively managed and and, uh, that's implemented by the professionals here at uh, Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, we've talked a bit about risk. You know, you talk about the different colors of money. Red means money that's at risk. Uh, Maybe you could tell us more, tell our listeners out there about how they can determine what their own risk tolerance is. We hear a lot about risk tolerance. You've mentioned it on the show before. What is that and how can I determine what my risk tolerance is? Well, you just flip a coin. No. um, (laughs) No, that's not right. It just depends, Tony. But we spend a lot of time with this when we first meet with clients because, you know, I want to make sure that listeners out there know that when you determine the amount of risk that's right for you, it depends on your own situation. Uh, it starts by examining your particular financial position and where you are in life. But there are three questions that are good for you to ask yourself when determining the amount of risk you should take. First is when do you want to retire? Um, that helps a lot, you know, for younger people that are maybe 10 years out, you can still uh, have your investment portfolios invested on the aggressive side if you're still continuing to make contributions to your retirement account, you got 10 years out. But um, you wanna think uh, about when you wanna retire. So your age and the timeline for meeting these specific goals, it has to be considered when evaluating your tolerance for risk. Uh, And so, you know, others is just personality, life experiences, and financial situations. Some people have been very successful in investing and they understand the risk of money that's invested and they're comfortable with it. Other people are, they might be more fearful. It couldn't come from life experiences. Maybe they had big losses in 2008 
and they saw the downside of being uh, too aggressive in their 401ks, for example, so they might be risk adverse. So a lot of it comes into it, but it really needs to be a, a discussion that's in depth and then assets need to be aligned to make sure that they will fall fall in with someone's risk tolerance. Yeah, that's really important. Now, I assume that, you know, there's a lot of factors out there that can help determine somebody's uh, risk tolerance. And, and you have some people, like you said, that are high risk and some people that are low risk. Uh, but what are the what are some questions that our listeners should ask themselves when determining what amount of risk they should take, if any? Well, what are their goals? What what are their goals in retirement? What what are the goals of these investment accounts they have? What are they trying to do? Um, like I said, you know, the danger is just not having strategy and you just willy nilly, we call it the Las Vegas approach because we live out here in Nevada, just, you know, rolling the dice and hopefully you get a, a, a good roll of the dice. We don't want that. Uh, you know, if your level of risk, if you're comfortable with it uh, and you're and, and, and you're targeting, uh, say, a 4% return, well, guess what? You don't have to have that high of a risk of investments to target a, a return of around 4%. So if you're a, a person that just wants to stay ahead of inflation, Eric, I've made enough money working. I just want to work on preserving what I have. Then you don't need to get a big high rate of return. Uh, maybe just enough to to uh, cover inflation and add a little bit of growth on top of that. So maybe a four percent return is all you need. But if someone wants to realize uh, an eight percent return annualized, uh, you're going to really need to take a look at how your assets are allocated and what type of risk you're going to have to expose yourself to to generate that kind of uh, return. Uh, so you may want to look at other options that offer higher growth potential, but uh, this could be coupled with uh, the possibility of substantial losses. There, yeah. There's nothing to say that we could not have a, a reemergence of a, a, a real financial catastrophe uh, that, that triggered the 2008 market meltdown. Um, and, and some people just have a better ability to withstand these, these losses, if you will. Uh, and other people don't. And so, uh, you know, I spend a lot of time with clients to make sure that our investments are going to be aligned with their risk tolerance and their expectations. And if either one of those are out of line, we have a discussion as to what needs to be adjusted to, to make sure that it works. But, you know, discussing goals and risk tolerance with a financial professional, I don't care who it is. If it isn't me, talk with somebody about it. And it'll really help you determine the ideal path and a process and the tools you're going to use uh, in, 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 in attempting to reach your retirement goals. And with a lot of planning and a lot of consideration about your needs, uh, what your future income needs are going to be, uh, you'll be able to, to better keep your emotions in check. I can tell you that. Yeah. My clients that have, that have financial plans, we cover all the bases. This is the money that we have in the red account, and this is for long-term growth. These are your green money accounts. These are for more immediate needs, like our day-to-day -day needs, our monthly needs, and the needs to generate income. And I'll tell you, Tony, my phone does not ring off the hook when we have market uh, volatility. Uh, my clients know uh, that they have excellent financial plans that are addressing all of these various areas, and we talk a lot about it. 
and uh, we have long-term goals that really make sure that we have the right strategy to to endure turbulent economic times. Yeah, and I think that's important. Now, um, we're talking about, you know, market volatility and having, you know, what risk you should take. Do you think, I bet you've seen, you've seen, you've seen a lot, you've helped a lot of people with their finances and a lot of people come to you in different stages. Uh, I bet you've seen this uh, and I wanted to ask you, have you seen people who come to you who have taken way too much risk in a final rush or push toward retirement to try to meet their retirement goals or make up for lost time at the last oh, minute? Oh man, I know. These are people playing catch up and yeah. uh, I do, Tony. It's, it's really unfortunate, but you know, one of the things we want to look at is there's different ways to catch up. And some of these people may be getting out of debt first is a better way to play catch up. They don't realize it, but maybe they have credit card debt. Uh, maybe they have paid their mortgage down to a, to a point where they can really work hard on just eliminating their mortgage. So there's other things we can do to address that. But yeah, I, I hate to see it, Tony, to be honest with you, because what happens if things go the wrong way and you're exposed to too much risk? Imagine all the people, Tony, that were one year out from retirement or maybe six months out from retirement in 2007. Yeah. And, wow. And yeah. everything is going great. And they're just pedal to the metal with their 401k and their IRAs and their investment accounts. And hey, next year, you know, we're gonna hit that goal. We're gonna hit a million dollars in our investable assets. And and that's when that was our number. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, they wake up to the financial calamity that unfolded, uh, you know, just months down the road. So, I mean, yeah, I see it, Tony, and, it, and it's just awful but uh, it's avoidable. And one of those things is, is when you get with a financial professional, you can start discussing these things and, and, and start developing a plan uh, that will address their needs for growth and also their need for keeping some of that money safe as well. So, uh, you know, th that's the time. And, and, and when they haven't retired, those are the times I tell people, this is when we can make it adjustments. Time is still on our side. So let's make some adjustments. Uh, and, and, even when folks retire, we still need to look at, at making adjustments uh, and, and take into account factors like, you know, their life expectancy and even taxes, all of these things. Uh, but on the opposite of the spectrum, you know, some of my clients, they have resources, but they don't understand the strategy uh, to help them maximize their finances. So sometimes it's just fine tuning. Uh, but you know, a lot of this goes back to financial crisis we've had in 2008. You know, people are trying to make up for for losses, you know, and they do it by being even more aggressive. So, you know, I, I'll go back and I'll ask questions, a lot of questions on, on risk. How much financial risk could you be taking? Um, or sometimes people get too safe. It works the other way, Tony, where people will just, you know, they'll, they'll hug the trunk of the tree. You know, they want to be safe and, and uh, all their money's just sitting in a bank account waiting to uh, to invest again. So it can work the other way as well. But a lot of it is just, you know, people don't have enough information and they don't have a plan so they can't move forward confidently. And uh, and so that's where I where I just reiterate working with someone that does this for a living will really help uh, get things going in the right direction. Sure. And I, I think that's uh, that's really important, and it makes a lot of sense. Now, we're almost out of time for today's show, Eric. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go? 
Well, I just, uh, I would just reiterate that, you know, when I'm working with clients in our planning process, it, it really is truly designed to provide clients with clarity, knowing they'll have reliable income uh, when they do retire, as well as that money that's set aside for growth. And, and we work on uh, what happens if there's still money left in your accounts after you pass away, that, that legacy. Who do you want it to go to? There's beneficiaries there, and, and we certainly don't want to have the IRS uh, uh, being one of those beneficiaries of your retirement accounts. So to help with this process, I would encourage our listeners to go to my website at nvretirementplanners.com, download a copy of our complimentary retirement income toolkit. Uh, it's an excellent uh, little resource. It's broken down into four sections. It covers income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, and legacy planning. And if you need any help, please call me. Give me a call at 775 775- 674-2222. I'd be happy to help you build your personal financial pyramid, one that will stand the test of time. Awesome. I think that's great, Eric. And what a great show. Uh, that does it, though, for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Eric Cheek, right here from Nevada Retirement Planners. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nvretirementplanners.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Eric Cheek and Nevada Retirement Planners are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 